1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
0: Hub Arkish, our good buddy, the executive director of Pro Football Weekly, Westwood 1 and 670 the score down in Chicago. Hub, how you doing?
1: (laughs) Well, Bill, honestly, for the most part, everything sucks. But, uh, you know, (laughs) I and, and we are seeing... So much more of, of the good things uh, of each other uh, that we don't see enough of that I kind of choose to focus on that. And, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be okay. We just got to stay together and get through this. And I just hope you and, and everybody at the station and all our listeners are, are staying safe and, and feeling as good as they possibly can.
0: You know, I know you guys down there are doing your shows from home. We're at home. I'm at home right now. Essential personnel are in the building, and you're right. Uh, we're seeing a lot of good stories come out of this as well. The NFL continues to trudge on. Uh, first of all, Hub, do, do you – do you like the fact that the commissioner said no we're not going to put the draft off we're going to you know trudge forward you've got the big news out of new orleans as a brand new brewery opened up and they're going to have their their war room so to speak inside a brew pub Uh, do you like the fact that the nfl is not going to stop
1: you know honestly i can't make up my mind i I, there's several tentacles to this whole thing and and you kind of uh you just have to decide what's uh, the best possible option. I, I think that um you know there, there is a concern that, that I will tell you Bill, I'm, you know my job is to talk to as many teams and sources and people as I can, and it's been fairly well reported now that that the overwhelming majority of teams would prefer to delay the draft if they could. And 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 some of that, and the part that's getting pushback, back, is that they can't do their jobs the way they normally do. We know that you know pro days have been called off, uh, in town visits have been called off, uh, and that's going to leave teams without a lot of information they would like to have. Um, and and realistically, that's the way it was done up until you know fifteen eighteen years ago. And and so I don't get a sense that any of these teams are using that as an excuse. They're just saying we can't do our jobs to the best of our ability this way, and we would like more time. So that is one consideration. The, the, the trade-off there there is that we have no sports right now, and, and this is a, quote, sport that we can have, and, and it is a positive distraction for a lot of people, and we do need these distractions. So um, I understand the league offices' side of it. Uh, I understand these teams that are dissenting's side of it. Uh, but then I get to the, the third part that, that probably sways me, which is that I think what's being lost in all this is that all these coaches and scouts and GMs and front office people, they're going through the same thing as the rest of us. And, and while I'm being productive working from home, I'm also able to be here for my family, you know, who, who need me and, and friends and spending a lot of time just communicating with people. And and when they do this job, it's it's all in. It's 24-7 um, and, and it's really taking them away from that, and I'm not sure how fair that is, because unlike, you know, you and I who can work from home and, and hopefully keep it to 50 hours or, or, or whatever and be able to stop and be distracted, they really can't. So And I think that's the part that a lot of fans are missing. Um, now, you know, there's a lot of other folks, uh, obviously medical personnel, um, all the heroes who, who are out there going to work every day, so you know, it's just, it, it's tough to get your arms around. I, I, I'm not going to criticize the league for doing it. Uh, I would support the league if they did choose to delay it.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I, I just don't know how long they would end up delaying it. And then when you do make, uh, you know, your picks and the draft comes in, you, obviously there's no gathering. The facilities are all closed down right now. You're not bringing your rookies in. Everything is done via Zoom audio and video. And it's just a really weird, surreal time. I. I and I, I guess for a team like the Green Bay Packers Hub, who desperately need a wide receiver or two opposite Devontae Adams, even with getting Devin Funchess, you know, you need a guy to come in and get on the same page with Aaron Rodgers right away. I wonder how much this is going to set back the anticipation of rookie participation this upcoming season.
1: Well, um, you know, the expectations will be set back. There's no question about that. I think the one thing I would add. Is that while it is a tough call whether to delay or go forward, um, we do know—I don't want to say for a fact, but we can say with some certainty—as you just pointed out, everything else is going to get delayed from from rookie mini camp to OTAs uh, to to you know veteran mini camps and possibly even into training camps. So delaying the draft, you know, doesn't really set them back at all. Um, you know, the big issue is that when you draft these kids you you can immediately give them a secure playbook and so they can at least begin the process of starting to learn new systems and new terminology um i, I just I, I think that you know you talk about the packers need at wide receiver um the route trees in in college and the nfl are pretty much the same unless you play in an air raid offense and so um wide receiver, cornerback, these are a couple of the positions uh where rookies usually are li- more likely to have uh not immediate but, but quicker success. And so um I, I don't worry so much about that. Uh, the flip side of that is uh, quarterbacks, uh, you know, linebackers, uh, uh, captain of the offensive line that makes the line calls, whoever that may be. Uh, these are guys who are going to be hindered uh, by, by not having, and veterans are going to be hindered too, by
0: not having the full offseason preparation uh, that you would like, and that's assuming that the season starts on time. Talking with Hub Arkish, executive director of Pro Football Weekly, Westwood 1670, the score. So what has happened has been free agency and some trades and deals have been made. Uh, let's start in Green Bay. i got to ask you about the moves that have been made, bringing in Funchess, letting Brian Balaga, Blake Martinez go, bringing in Wagner, bringing in Kirksey. Give me your thoughts on what the Packers have done.
1: Well, full disclosure, I think you know this, but our listeners might not. I'm a Michigan alum, so anybody who signs Devin Funchess is going to be okay with me. (laughs) Uh, And uh, and it does raise a question in the back of my mind for Packer fans. You probably know this, but but he was a tight end uh, in in college, and and part of the experiment was the Panthers making him a wide receiver. Um, He is never going to be a wide tight end, but but he can be – possibly even more effective as a U tight end than a wide receiver. So what interests me is exactly what Matt LaFleur has in mind for him. Um, He is not the exact, um, uh, what's the word I want, not supplement, but complement to Devontae Adams that you're looking for at the position. Um, So I think you're talking about, either maybe a, a number one U tight end or probably more of a three wide receiver. Uh, now, you need four, you know, so that's not a bad thing. But, but he doesn't fix everything, I guess is what I would say. Um, the Ricky Wagner for Brian Balaga swap, which is basically what it is, uh, I don't love it on the football field, but I totally understand it. Uh, Balaga, who is one of the better right tackles uh, in football, just can't seem to stay healthy enough and to commit – you know, big dollars, long-term to him going forward, We you can get a guy like Ricky Wagner who was one of the better right tackles until he got to Detroit, but really hasn't played as well the last couple of years. That's going to be interesting to see. Um, it's it's not an upgrade. It doesn't have to be a downgrade. Uh, Kirksey's a guy who hasn't been able to stay on the football field the last couple of years, but he definitely is more multifaceted than Blake Martinez. I, I, I'll confess, I was a little surprised by the Martinez move. I thought that they would find a way to keep him. Um, he's never going to be a four-down linebacker, uh, but he's been the main line of defense in, in a bad run defense. And even if Kirksey's 100%, he may upgrade the position as a complete player, but he doesn't upgrade the position against the run. So, so that's the one that kind of intrigues and surprises me the most of all those.
0: talking with hub arkish executive editor of pro football weekly the now you you look at Stefan diggs exiting minnesota and then minnesota's defense uh, starting to decay a little bit Uh, they needed some cap space uh give me your thoughts on what minnesota's done so far well they haven't gotten better
1: you know, That's I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I think they've got some young talent that they kind of like, and I think they're hopeful in the draft. Uh, you, you know, and they've made some kind of parallel moves on the offensive line as well. Um, they have had a big problem finding a third wide receiver behind, uh, you know, Diggs and Thielen, as Laquan Treadwell, you know, first round pick, never really worked out for him. So why they felt they were in a position to, to deal digs i don't really get i you know i think it's probably salary cap uh, related as much as anything else um and you know limbo joseph was still playing at a really high level uh um i mean xavier rhodes you're, you're talking about a, a multiple pro bowl cornerbacks so even though these guys uh you know rhodes certainly was coming off a bad year um this is pretty dramatic stuff for them and and, and i don't think i think that you know, they realize that that window is closing, uh, and, and I'm leaving out Everson Griffin, who's still on the street. You know, um, yeah. uh, So that's going to be a team to really watch closely, because uh, they're, they're not as good today as they were on January 10th, or whatever the last day they played was.
0: And then the Bears obviously bringing in Nick Foles, and uh, I, I guess it's Mitch Trubisky's job to lose. Uh, I don't know how much Jimmy Graham's going to help him, because I didn't think Jimmy Graham did a whole lot in Green Bay, but... Uh, you know, give me give me your thoughts on what the Bears have been able to accomplish.
1: Well, I, I think that they're they're probably I don't know why I say the most improved of the three, but I think they probably are uh, only because uh, if Mitch Trubisky can't hang on to that job, uh, Nick Foles is a huge upgrade over Chase Daniel. Uh, if Mitch Trubisky does hang on to that job but were to get hurt and miss three or four weeks, Nick Foles is a huge upgrade over Chase Daniel. And, and uh, you know, at the end of the day, you're talking about a guy who, who had one of the, the better – quarterback seasons of, of this decade in 2013 and went to a pro bowl you're talking about a super bowl mvp and you're talking about the perfect compliment to Drabisky, who is being challenged and being pushed this is a guy who in, in, in five of his eight seasons in the nfl including the year he was a super bowl mvp started the season as a backup you know so, so they got the perfect fit there um, the tradeoff of uh, Leonard Floyd for Robert Quinn is an excellent move for them, only because they were also able to re-sign Danny Trevathan. And what really separates the Bears' defense, well, one of the things that separates the Bears' defense from the Packers' defense, is that in Roquan Smith and Danny Trevathan, you've got two of the best four-down linebackers in football, yep. and, and so now they could give up a complete player like Leonard Floyd and go for pure pass rush in Robert Quinn. And over his eight years in the league, he is one of the top six or seven professional pass rushers in the game. Uh, So that looks good. Now the flip side of it, you know, there is a some of the folks I've talked to uh, have suggested that uh, neither Mike McCarthy or Matt Lafleur used Jimmy Graham to his best uh, capabilities. Uh, those people will also tell you there's no question that Jimmy Graham is not the player he was, you know, four or five years ago. He was a five-time pro bowler. Um, so I don't see that as a significant move for the Bears, and it was certainly surprising the contract they gave him. Uh, but the belief is in, in Maggie's offense, where you see what Travis Kelsey does in Kansas City, uh, what Zach Ertz does in Philadelphia, that maybe they can get a little more out of him, uh, you know, than, than, than the Packers did. Uh, they also like the signing of Demetrius Harris as a backup uh, but they think he's an upgrade in blocking at the wide position Um, but at the end of the day nobody's given him high marks on that signing and then they've done a lot of housekeeping on on the bottom half of the roster they've definitely upgraded their special teams but They will go to camp still without a starting safety, without a starting right guard, and badly in need of upgraded left tackle, and they haven't done any of those things. So um, I wouldn't say it's been a great free agency period for them, but it's a little clearer and a little easier to understand what they've done than what the Packers and the Vikings have done.
0: Hub, it's always a pleasure. I'm glad you guys are safe. Stay safe. Continue to stay safe. Do what you do. I'll keep listening, and I appreciate you joining us as always, my friend, okay?
1: Bill, my pleasure, and the same to all of you, everybody at the station, and all our listeners. Just be safe, everybody, and let's all be there for each other.
0: Thanks, Hub. Talk to you soon. There you go. Hub Arkish, Executive Director of Pro Football Weekly, Westwood One, and also 670 The Score, our sister station, out of our flagship station from Milwaukee down in Chicago. You can find him at Hub underscore Arkish over there on Twitter as well. And he uh, joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You wear hard, car, they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com.